0: A Bleach Fandom Community Podcast brought to you by Witch Burnings, a super fun viewing experience for the whole family to enjoy. My name is Leithan and today I am joined by Shiki. Heyo. And Naomi. Hiya. And today's episode is going to be a little bit different because we are actually talking about Burn the Witch and not Bleach. So for those of you out there who are maybe a little bit unfamiliar, Burn the Witch was released in sort of three parts on Crunchyroll, which is what we did a viewing party for. But I do believe it's somewhere in Japan or in some places in Japan, it was released all together. The three episodes were together as a quote unquote movie. So we're not going to be doing any episode recaps because it feels weird to split them all up when we're just going to talk about them all as one giant unit if you have not watched it yet big massive spoilers ahead to be shouted out here please make sure that you pause pause the podcast head on over watch that first then come back and we will discuss that is your spoiler warning how are you guys doing
1: i'm doing good how are you
0: good yeah good naomi how are you
1: yeah i'm doing great it's good
0: Smashing. Cool. Well, (laughs) I tell you what then, guys, let's just jump straight into discussion because, oh, my God, have we got so much stuff to cover. Oh, it's so content heavy. It's so much. There's so much. I was sitting. I've got pages and pages of notes here. So who's what to take us away with something?
2: Well, if you've got pages and pages, (laughs) what's the first thing on your list?
0: Oh, my God. Right. Okay. So obviously this has got this is very fairy tale heavy. The lore mm-hmm. on this, right it's yeah. very much based on German fairy tales from what we can from what we can see uh, I loved the opening that fairy tales are bullshit intro <laughs> I was straight away I was like okay like, yes. I am invested yeah yeah I am invested in this angsty little character that's just appeared on screen the first watch through that we did I'll admit I missed so much mostly because my internet was being a, a piece of um not very good stuff uh, but <laughs> the second watch through and by by the third one, I'd picked up a lot more. So uh, there's, man, we get, I think one of the things I do want to talk about was it came up saying wing bind instead of like when I saw the WBs appearing on the screen around the characters, like when we were getting introduced to the characters and it was giving you, you know, WB, umbrella, level, whatever, student, teacher, whatever it was mm-hmm. saying. Um it, it stood for Wing Bind instead of West Branch. I was a bit upset about that. <laughs> mm. Was
1: that it a does... difference between the manga and the anime? No. Um
2: but it does stand for Western branch as well because of the sign at the end.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: that's what I was thinking. I just assumed but... it was always gonna stand for that, I think.
2: Yeah, I had the same thought as you. I watched it and I was like, Oh yeah, you know, Western branch. Um, and then it wasn't, and I was like Oh, now I feel like an idiot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. First watch through, I was like oh, West Branch cool. No, no, no. wing bind. What wing does mind. wing bind even mean?
1: I think that's just like the name of the like organization, sort of like the Gote Thirteen Captains. It's just the overall branching organization that they're part of. That's yeah. what
0: I thought as well. That's that was my thinking too, because we've got we get introduced to we get introduced to so many characters. so so many characters
1: i feel like i can watch this thing like 10 times and i'll always be finding something new
0: yeah absolutely and we've got um like for me i was like the second watch through i was determined to find out the band name because it's not super obvious in the first watch through what the band was called that Nini is part of in the Mm -hmm. in front london um but it's called cecile die twice is the name of the band so i've Mm -hmm. got that in the second watch through um but yeah, so she's So, it's like they're living two lives, isn't it, in this world? You have front London, which looks slightly different as well. I believe. I'm pretty sure. Because if so, then Big Ben has big mistakes on it (laughs) in in (laughs) reverse London. Um, But I do believe there's some slight differences between the two worlds. So, these characters are effectively living double lives.
2: Yeah. 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 One of them's only in high school. So, she's still. She's um, 17 years old. So, she's still in a it's a second year of high school so it's still got the um, Japanese way of doing the schooling system and not the British way of doing the schooling system.
0: Right okay hmm. so she's 17 and right is that Nanny? Uh
2: is that Noelle? All That's right. Noelle.
0: Right gotcha gotcha. Awesome one thing I did notice though, is these characters do not have your stereotypical British names. You definitely have either they're not Japanese names either, apart from the little dog thing or sushi.
1: Yeah.
2: Well, apparently, Noel is a popular girl's name in Japan, according to Noel herself. I
1: wonder. I wonder if it's more of like a what a Japanese person thinks is a popular name in the UK.
2: <laughs> That's.
0: I thought maybe that was what was happening because I have seen. So I'm not without without giving a name away of the author or anything, I read a, an author's piece of work that was from America. They'd never been to Scotland. It was set in Scotland, and they named one of their characters Torquil. And I'm like, mm-hmm. when you look it up, it is a Scottish name, but it's a Scottish name that was used like 3,000 years ago. Like We don't <laughs> have people called that here anymore. Um, and I was wondering, maybe these names do have ties to Britain at some point in their history, but they're not common names.
1: Mm-hmm. Which makes you wonder how much like research... Um, they did into the UK, especially the London area, when they were writing this.
0: Well, that brings me to some interesting points because I noted three mistakes. Uh, (laughs) But can I just say though, like before I go into these mistakes, because I do not want to feel like I am shitting on this, this was done so well. And Naomi, Mm. I don't know what your thoughts are on it. Have you been to London? I have, yeah. What did you think about the look and the aesthetic?
2: It was so good. I remember sitting there and going, "Oh, look, there's the Gherkin," and you know, it's just like the the skyline. It's noticeably London, but you would need to know London to really pick at the little details. Yeah, I think it's
0: yeah. definitely it's definitely set in Britain. There was one there's one scene in particular for me where Osushi is dragging um, Balgo through the streets, and there, I had to pause it on a pub and the pub was called um, Number 13 and then I think it was Black Bell, Number 13, Black Bell and then Number 13 at the end and I wasn't sure if that little Number 13 was a call out to like the Gotai 30, just like a little hat nod to the tie 13 potentially, but that pub Mm. looked amazing, it looked so good. genuinely and it had like the sign that says live sports shown here and everything outside that I was like wow they got that spot on that's like something you would see if you're walking down the streets of Edinburgh easy yeah but yeah I don't know Naomi did you spot any mistakes though
2: um not no I don't think I did actually
0: so I mm-hmm. spotted three I spotted yeah. three one of them probably a bit bigger than the other, and I guess I don't know if it's just Japan. It could be argued when this was said, but I want to counter that argument. So there was an ashtray in the office, and the janitor-looking mm. boss was smoking inside. That does not happen in the UK. That was uh, eradicated thirteen over thirteen years ago in the UK. There was a ban put mm-hmm. in for smoking in offices and places of employment. I haven't seen an ashtray in about twenty years. I swear to God. Um, <laughs> So that was one mistake I noticed, but then it could be argued, well, maybe this was set before then. But Nini's phone at the beginning would make me suggest or make me feel like the technology used in the phones that we see, it's definitely set more modern time.
2: I think we have had official confirmation that it is set 10 years after the epilogue of Bleach. Mm. Right.
0: So what time frame would that sort of put us in? Any ideas where the epilogue of Bleach was set? (laughs)
2: So if the main show was round about the year 2000 mark, so that so it'll be 2020, I'd say this is "Burn the Witches."
0: There we go. Yeah. So about our year right now. So yeah. Yeah. So no smoking in offices. That was one thing (laughs) that was great. Another small niggly thing that I'm tying into that as well is that in his office he had a picture, like a poster, of a bikini-clad woman behind his office chair. (laughs) That. Probably and maybe that's something that might happen elsewhere. But I think in places of employment, especially if you're a male superior looking after younger girls, you would that would be like that would be straight to HR. You would that would not be appropriate yeah. thing to have in the workroom at all.
1: Yeah, I imagine not at least not even in the US, we would have we wouldn't have like model agencies that did bikini stuff if you went to the manager's room. I don't think you would even see anything like that there because it's such like a conscious thing that people intentionally try to avoid to keep it professional.
0: Yes, it's not a professional thing by any means. You would maybe have like some posters of like, be your best or, you know, something mm-hmm. in, in an office space, but that would not be allowed. Right. The other thing I noticed was the, at one point, the same janitor gentleman flashes them money. And the money is coloured a lilac-y purple colour, which should be a £20 note, an English £20 (laughs) note, but it was marked as a £10 note. Very small, but the £10 notes in the UK are like a brownish colour. They're like a tanny beige. Mm. That was very minuscule. And then the other thing that I thought was really funny, and I had to run past several of my London friends, the dragon steps on a fire hydrant, an American fire hydrant. (laughs) Uh That that they don't exist in the UK. Our fire hydrants are like uh brown coverings that, that go over the ground and then you have to like lift them up to get under the ground and you put your pump down into the water supply underneath the streets. There are some fire hydrants in London, but they do not look like the one did in the in the manga or anime. Well, I only watch the anime so I can only confirm huh. the anime. Yeah, so look
1: to- I'm gonna have to like look to see what those look like then because that's like three
0: tier they're like three tier and they've got like openings all the way around them they've got chains hanging from them and I think they're most commonly found outside of the emergency buildings because hmm. most of the fire hydrants are underground we don't have because when I went to Boston when I went to America for the first time the first thing I did was take a picture of a fire hydrant just don't have <laughs> them in the UK I was so excited to see one <laughs> but that was it those were the only mistakes I saw, which is really good considering, we could, you know, we could have seen a lot
2: more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there were so many little details that they've added mm-hmm. in there. like The whole yeah. fact that there was a BBC oh my god i (laughs) love
0: that so much the fact that those girls were complaining about the bbc i was like oh get it girls like they're such a piece of fucking shit
2: (laughs) and for those of you who don't know bbc stands for the british broadcasting company and it's literally the biggest tv company that the uk has the biggest bullshit company
3: yeah
0: (laughs) they do you're right they broadcast everything and uh They just lie through their teeth half the time. I think that everywhere in the world has a a television company that pretends to be news, but they just do everything for money.
1: We have Every news station we have in America is exactly like that. (laughs) You can only rely on local news to be even remotely accurate.
0: Yeah, Mm. so I feel like what they were saying about it was like almost 100% (laughs) spot on where they were like, I wish they wouldn't say that. I wish they would let us say that. And I'm like, oh my God, yes, (laughs) yes.
1: The one thing that I noticed was a callback to something you pointed out in the manga for Bleach before, Lethan. Mm-hmm. The achievement points. Cause if I recall,
3: mm-hmm.
1: doesn't Urahara give Rukia points for slaying hollows in the manga?
0: Well done. Well remembered. i completely oh, yeah. forgotten about that, but you're spot on. He does it and he does it he collects it through the phones as well.
1: hmm So that's like mm-hmm. that brought up to my memory is like I'm wondering if there was any association between that. Do you think?
0: Oh yeah. I wonder if this is us seeing the future of how the Soul Society hollow slaying will go out in the world of the living, right? That's a good What should have been like
1: an initiative started by Urahara that was adopted by the West Branch?
0: Maybe. I wouldn't surprise me. I reckon the West Branch probably I'm sure people in the West branch West branch have contacts with like the Japanese branch, right?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. they'll be using a lot, I'm sure, of their findings.
2: Yeah, that's
0: a good call. I was saving all my best ones for last, and Chiki comes in with a fucking <laughs> cracker. <laughs> Holy shit, Cheeky. I'm like, I'm like coming in nice and gentle, and then Cheeky's like, fucking take that, boom. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Naomi, what are you following up then?
2: <laughs> um, did you notice how on the back of everybody's kind of like the mantles or Nick Balgo's jacket, they had symbols? Yes, well, spotted yes, yes. this is going to be one of my discussion points. <laughs> go for it, Naomi. Go for it. So these symbols are actually the, um, the zodiac symbols, well done. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've each each division of the wing bind has its own correlation to a zodiac symbol. Mm-hmm. So I pipers, I believe, are Virgo.
0: Are they Virgo or are they Aries? I've got it <sighs> written down in my notes. Aries. I think it's Aries. Yeah.
2: Yes, I think you might be right there, and getting because it looks like a V. I'm getting confused.
0: <laughs> it's like it was like a it was like a thing that comes up and then splits. A. yeah, yeah. So I think that um,
2: was 80s. that was, and then I believe I'm going to get them all wrong, and you guys are just going to correct me.
0: We've got them in our notes, we're all good. Go for it.
2: <laughs> but um, Sullivan Squire, the one, the person with the kind of asymmetrical asymmetrical black cut. Yep um they've got Scorpio on the back of theirs well done well done that was the one I noticed right away yeah and Bargo's got Taurus and the only reason why I knew them all was from Sailor Moon
0: (laughs) (laughs) oh score well done I'm sorry that's interesting maybe there was a wee nod there to some of that um but yeah no well spotted that because I saw the M on the back of Sullivan Squire's when she was walking the first watch through i noticed that i was like i have seen that symbol before Mm -hmm. where have i seen that before it was it was cutting me up and then it wasn't until the next day when i was speaking to a few people that i was like it's scorpio
1: yeah yeah (laughs) i I I didn't it until my second watch through i was like wait those are zodiac symbols
0: Uh uh so there was only like i think i counted was there only like eight seats at that round table wasn't there i think was that about right i think so about seven but there was an empty seat as well. Yeah. So, yeah, there's yeah, so there's eight seats at that round table.
2: So One, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, eight.
0: So makes me wonder then if each of them represent a zodiac sign, because we only get a few, we only get the names or the titles of a few of the the the, the sort of quote unquote squads, don't we? We get the yeah. um Bruno is the director of the Inks. Um, and then I'm guessing—this uh, is a total guess—but I was going to guess that Tron Bone was the director of the Pipers because his name had a pipe in it when he was when he was being introduced. And yep. then we see that very same pipe being given to Balgo later, that turns into a sword for some reason, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. like the the Sorting Hat pulled, You know, only a Gryffindor could tru- pull the true sword <laughs> out of the hat. Uh, so I thought maybe he was tied into the pipe
2: you'd important. be correct i've yeah. got a, um yeah. there's a page on the manga and it actually tells you which department they all belong to
0: oh good because we didn't get oh, that okay. in the anime so can you run oh. us through that naomi yep
2: um so we've got bruno who as you said is inks which mm-hmm. is the magics magic circle magic circle core you've got roy B. dipper who is the incantation core also known as anthems mm-hmm. you've got I'm just going to say their last name, Malieve. So that was the female with the blonde hair. And she was the Liturgy Corps, um, called yep. Tuan Bone is the Minstrel core Pipers. So you were right there. Sullivan Yay. is Tactical, Sabres. Saka Wynn, who was the one who was missing, mm-hmm. is Development Corps, Patchworks. <laughs>
0: okay.
2: Harry Shack is the one blowing Bubblegum. He's accounting, also known as billionaires. And then you've got Wolfgang, the old guy who kind of gave off gave off um Yammer vibes. Is personal affairs a divine punishment, also known as gallows.
0: Ooh, mm-hmm. divine punishment. So that would explain why Bruno was going to speak to him about. Um, the taking away the the bounty on Balgo's head at the end then, that would make sense, right? If that's what he's in charge of.
3: hmm
0: Wow. And he does call them, in the anime, I have got it written down and underlined, where he says, uh, so this is old man Wolfie, he says he has been a topic of countless discussions within our squad. So these are called squads, similar to the Gotai 13. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to mention in the month since he became a dragon clad. So we don't get a lot of information as to what a dragon clad is. But he's only been a dragon. I took that as it could have been a mistranslation, but I took that as he's only been a dragon clad for like a month. So they're not born or they created or they made.
2: They are. I I have all the information because it's oh in my the manga. god
0: right okay I need to read the manga clearly because like <laughs> there's do. obviously... right I tell you what Naomi do you want to just take us through all the differences then that you've noticed because you've probably clearly got pages of these notes
2: yes go okay it, go for it um so when I read the manga I actually went back and read the one shot as well because these four chapters of the manga actually make reference references to what happened in the one shot as well because the one-shot is where Balgo becomes a dragon clad. Oh. So a few small differences is that um, what I find really funny, the anime calls the Kido spells that they use magic numbers, Mm -hmm. whereas in the manga, they're just simply spells, which doesn't roll off the tongue as much. I quite prefer magic numbers. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
0: face it, they're Kido, but continue. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) exactly.
2: Um. So basically a dragon clad, everybody has a level of dragon toxins. So the little phone that the guy had to lick to see what his um levels were. Mm-hmm. That's basically checking for dragon toxins.
0: And it dragons... came up with 0.3 for his, didn't it? It was a little number. Yeah. Right.
2: So dragons are contagious. And with prolonged contacts, um, these dragon con- dragon toxins in a human rise. And when they become over a certain threshold, that's when you become a dragon clad. And dragon clads are dangerous and shouldn't be allowed to live because they attract dragons. Oh. So dragons are attracted to the dragon toxins in the dragon clads, which is why they tend to not allow dragon clads, because that would just mean the whole city is just overrun with dragons all the time.
0: Oh, this hmm. makes so much more sense now. Cause I'm like, why would they like kill somebody or imprison somebody for a hundred years for being in contact with a dragon when it wasn't their fault? But now I'm getting it. But mm-hmm.
1: here's the thing is like if they don't want dragon clads because of that obvious issue, then why did they say Balgo was immune from that law, was it, or something like that?
2: He was unique in the sense that the dragon that he's got, Osushi. Um, he found in Front London. Mm. And there was this whole scene with um, his best friend and another dragon. His best friend, Selby, died at the age of seven, so 10 years ago from when um, the one-shot was. And at that time, this other dragon... Inhabited Selby's body and lived as Selby for ten years. Oh. That's how um Balgo got his dragon clad situation because this other dragon was posing as his best friend for ten years, and so because of that, he kind of grew, got an not an immunity to it, but it was I think in a sense there was some kind of empathy because it was his best friend who had just been like possessed by this dragon, and
0: wow empathy wow mm-hmm. okay so already we're a little bit better than the gotai 13 but continue
2: um yeah and so basically it's the fact that this dragon just disguised himself and he actually says donned his corp. a little bit morbid Oh god but it just it kind of makes you wonder what dragons actually are yeah
1: yeah i imagine that dark dragon would have been very happy back during the plague's years mm-hmm.
0: man Right. So that's, that's already like answered a whole bunch of the questions I had written down on my page. (laughs) I'm like, why? Why this? Why that? Why? Right. I've got a question for you, Naomi. Did we discover anything to do with Nini and Noelle's, like, heritage? Like, where their parents are or their backstory?
2: No. The only thing we kind of get alludes to, I think it's Bruno who says, um... Is talking about Macy and he's like oh um, she would have found herself to um, reverse London just like you two did.
0: Yeah that's why I, I, I picked that one up as well I picked that line up mm-hmm. and I, that's all I've got and the reason why is because I know I mentioned it I think about, I mentioned it before we started a podcast episode but there is a monologue at the end of the third part I guess the third episode quote-unquote but the towards the end when they're fighting Cinderella the, there's a whole monologue that Nini goes into, and I think I've got an idea of what she's talking about, but I've also just not got a clue, so I'm not sure if maybe there was something covered off in the, the manga that would answer answer what that monologue was even on about. Let me let me find the monologue, because I took a note of it. Because I was in the chat last night, and I'm going, what does this mean? <laughs> right, so the monologue goes... And I don't believe for a second that she's just talking about the dragon. I feel like there's much more to it. Just because when the episode or when the series first started, she says fairy tales are such bullshit. That's like the intro. So there's something going on here. There's something that's happened to her. That makes her not believe in happy endings. That's where I'm going with this. So her monologue goes No matter how much you love them, there are times you just can't get through to them. How long are you going to keep this up? She'll give you strength. She'll take you somewhere special. You're not in a damn fairy tale. Fairy tales are such bullshit. What's the point when the spell breaks in the middle of it all? It was inevitable because you broke your promise or time ran out. So what can you do? Inevitable, my ass. It's all so stupid. You and everyone else have no idea why the spell really breaks. The reason the spell breaks so randomly is because it wasn't your own doing. Macy, we're supposed to be the ones casting the spells. That was her monologue.
1: Mm. Wait. Okay. That's an interesting. Go for it, Shiki. I was going to say, just listening to it, and because I could not remember the monologue on the first view, but listening to it from you, it sounds like... She relied too much on someone in her past life when she was doing whatever before this. And I guess she might have been let down from the sounds of it and she wants to make her own life through her own power because relying on someone else only means that you're going to be left to disappointment when they inevitably fail you.
0: Yeah, that, that that's what I'm reading and there were, there were two ways I wanted to go with this. Number one, I feel like, and again, Naomi can jump in if she's got more from us from the manga with this. but Macy and Ninny had a thing at some point. I don't know if they were together, but there was definitely something going Macy's undeniably got strong feelings for Ninny. And there was one point when Ninny is carrying Macy away from Bruno that she looks genuinely scared for Macy. And then they have that discussion of like Macy's crying and then and he's like, God, see, this is why I hate you because blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, was the spell broken that she's talking about their friendship or her love for her? That was one of the ways that my mind was going with it. And then the other thing was maybe like something to do with her parents as well, because she does say they are. You and everyone else have no idea why the spell really breaks. The reason why the breaks the spell breaks randomly is because it wasn't your own doing. So it feels like she's maybe blamed herself for something at some point, but she's now come to the realisation of, it wasn't my fault, whatever it was she was talking about. Hmm. Naomi, any ideas for you?
2: Yeah. The only thing I'm seeing is that there was a slight difference with the words with the manga. Um. P- the, pretty much the context is the same but it's just this end bit you and everyone else have no idea why the spell wears off but the reason it fades part way through is because the power was never yours so she's not saying it's like the pa- um she's not saying it wasn't your responsibility she's saying it's because the power wasn't was never yours you were just basically borrowing that power interesting
1: yeah, I feel like that just has a lot more context into backstory that will come up hopefully later in the manga.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for. I'm hoping that we're going to get it just a little bit more. Because, yeah, I was, I, was, I was like, there has to be something here with that. But the interesting thing, the thing that, that made me think it was maybe tied to Macy, not only because it's Macy she's talking to, is because at the very beginning when she's talking about fairy tales are such bullshit, she bumps shoulders with Macy at the very beginning as well. So... Mm-hmm. Like, it is obviously Macy that drops her shopping bag that she bumps after she bumps into her. So I was like, is it something to do with her? But I don't know. I, hopefully we'll get an answer to that soon because that really freaking bugged the absolute daylights out of me. <laughs> Any other manga and anime differences, Naomi? Um, do,
2: do, 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 do. Just, it just, the manga just goes into a little bit, so much more detail about, again about dragons and the there's two types of dragons there's light dragons and there's dark dragons and dark dragons are one, are the ones that are obviously the bad dragons that they need to conserve or destroy that sort of stuff whereas the light dragons are actually dragons that help the reverse London and their way of living So So that'll be
0: the dragons that they use in, isn't it? Yeah.
2: So you've got the broom buggies, which is Marshall (laughs) and Wordsworth. They're the little... Wordsworth. Wordsworth, yeah. They're the little brooms that Nini and Noel ride. But then you've also got ones that look like buses, so they use them for transportation, but they're only for witches and wizards. You've got ones that help with water conservation. You've got ones that help with plant conservation as well so you know in the ending credits you've got the scene of like these anthropomorphic plant pots yes they're dragons
0: Mm. oh my god
2: (laughs) and they have the most adorable name they're called planty potties
0: oh my god that is amazing because i'd actually taken a note of them because i was like i don't know if Noelle's just a fan of japan because those types of plant pots are not plant pots you would get here but now it makes sense
2: yep speaking of noel being a fan of japan uh she oh. is she is a confirmed um japanophile i think is the word they used in the oh manga god
0: that sounds awful that sounds like a japan pedophile holy sugar <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yes so she knows everything she actually makes references to the eastern branch of the soul society does she hmm. what does she say yep in the one shot they were they are conserving a dragon um by basically they're cleaning up after it mm-hmm. and um, noelle says honestly i think they got the right idea in japan they just kill them all no questions asked Wow. Heartless, <laughs> but, you know, I, I love the, the call out to the,
0: the Eastern branch. Yeah, Amazing. That's so good. I really, 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 really want to write a fan fiction right now, but like I, I, I can't because you said Noelle's what age is she? 17? 17. Yeah, it's too young for me. I'm going to wait a couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> what age is Ninny then? Did we get Ninny's age? Because I thought Ninny was younger than Noelle, just judging by physical appearance.
2: Um don't think so. Let me just double check. Unless she graduated school early, which you can do in London, but it doesn't actually... Oh, wait, hang on No, I don't think it does. Okay. Let me try and find something and I'll let you know. That's kill.
0: Cool. I just thought, if it's not super obvious, then it's fine. But I'm guessing then she must obviously be older than, than, than Noel because we do get that thing at the beginning when their names flash up and then he says, you know, I'm your superior. Um it's, it's so interesting that was mm-hmm. in our little sort of not mistake but thing that wouldn't really happen here where she was like i told you to stop calling me by my first name i have seniority here that's very much a japanese culture thing in the uk mm-hmm. the only time mm-hmm. you would do that is if you were a really young student calling a professor like mr so-and-so or or missus so-and-so um, when you're at school which I guess maybe it could be taken that way but I didn't get that from the relationship I get it I get it as more of a working relationship and no way at my workplace would I ever call my manager Missy Smith she would kill me she would throttle me she would strangle me she'd be like <laughs> what's wrong with you like you're taking the Japan thing too far so yeah no we, we just call even like really high up like my director who's my manager's 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 manager my director gets called Mark because that's his first name. I don't call him Mr... What's his last name? Yeah, well, there you go. There's your proof. <laughs> so uh, it was just our little culture call-out that I had.
1: So here's a question um, about wondering what you guys think in the relationship between the Eastern mm-hmm. and the Western branches of the Soul Society. I don't get the impression that anyone in Reverse London is dead.
2: I don't either. Yeah, I was thinking that as well.
1: So then the question comes, if they're all alive, first off, how do regular citizens get there and why are they there? And second off, what do they do with their dead? Do they have the equivalent of the Soul Reapers or what do you think? So
2: as far as I'm aware, people in reverse London are people who can see dragons. And the majority of the time they're Mm -hmm. born into Reverse London and they can see, that's why they're there. So it's a case of, basically, if you can see a ghost, then you are born in Reverse London, whereas if you can't, then you are born. That's why Macy is so rare, because she's one of the few that was born in Front London yet can see them which is why they've given her the name of a watcher
0: watcher i took a note of that i've literally Mm. just pulled my notes up for that as well now you mentioned something naomi about um what was it the levels what were the levels called
2: uh the dragon toxins
0: yeah dragon toxins so is that what bruno meant when he said in the anime he said that macy had high levels of mana that was the word he used i took a note of because it's not explained at all anywhere he says she's got high levels of mana and she's a watcher
1: I think that'd be a different thing. Like, I guess maybe mana is kind of like spiritual pressure in the um, Japanese branch where you can actually like see hollows if you have high spiritual pressure. If you have high mana, then you can see dragons.
2: Maybe. Yeah, I'd say the same because the dragon toxins is coming from the dragons themselves. Right. Um, mm. So the mana would be, as Shiki says, like the spiritual pressure, the spiritual power. Because mm. mana in like, Dungeons & Dragons or any of the RPGs is basically your magic points.
0: Right, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You would think if somebody's played Dungeons & Dragons I would know that, but I've obviously completely forgotten. <laughs> Now, there was one thing that I did notice, and this came from... uh, This is just a really stupid call-out, but I wanted to call it out anyway. So, you know the the gossip group, the realists, as they call themselves, the the people that that wrote a lot of the Uh, gossip-like things, uh, articles and stuff? On one of the TV shows, when they're talking about it, they said that Macy was being replaced by a CG character, and then one of the other people said...
1: The viewman. The
0: viewman, yeah. I was like, what the hell is a viewman?
2: Yep. I have no idea. It's not explained in the manga.
0: (laughs) Right, okay. Because I'm like, okay, this will be interesting. Because I've not even heard of it, so if it's a real life thing, excuse me for being completely dumb, I've not even heard of it in real life, whatever it is.
1: Yeah, my best guess is, like, it's just virtual human.
0: Ah, Ah, good guess. That is a good guess, Shiki. Let's take that until we... Until it's otherwise proven <laughs> wrong, let's take that as, as gospel. Um, are we going to talk about the fact that Bruno is a love child of Grimjow and... Um,
1: Barry and I were kind of talking about that and, during and our Baz walkthrough. B.
0: Yeah, like, I can't tell yeah. if his hairstyle is a bit more Isheen in Grimjow or mm. Basby in Grimjow. But definitely, like, the shaved side type look is a bit more Isheen. Mm-hmm. But like I'm like he is—he's the son. He must be somewhere, the offspring of Grimjaw. Uh, it must be. And then he ties that scarf round his face, and the <laughs> scarf talks like a hollow mass. Yeah,
1: that on was thing. Yeah. That was fun.
0: I don't know if that was just a call out, or if we should maybe I'm just reading too much into that. But I'm like, oh, has he got like spiritual pressure? <laughs> is he like I don't know? <laughs> but I just took a note of it. I thought that was interesting.
2: Speaking of uh, Bruno, mm-hmm. um, I like the fact that. The magic circle core, colloquially named as inks, and they use graffiti to do their magic spells. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. good
1: graffiti magic. That was so yeah. cool. Yeah,
2: graffiti magic. That was like one of my favorite things I saw. I was like, I
0: can get down on this. Like the guns. I'm like, <laughs> okay, but like the the yeah. And can we just talk about as well, mm-hmm. right? If we're if we are comparing the spells to like the magic numbers to Kido. Noelle casts a 75 level spell, which I would assume the name the numbers are the same as Keto, where the higher up you go, the harder the spell is. And that must have been quite a high. That was the highest number we got in the in the anime anyway.
1: Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if they delve deeper into that. Cause I can easily see Noelle being like a higher level up there person since she did seem to be important as well.
0: I yeah, I'm just I mean there was loads of stuff I loved. I loved so much about this. Can I talk mm-hmm. about one of the things that I wasn't keen on? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Right. One of my biggest gripes, and this is storytelling in general, and I get that it probably it's to set us up for the next whatever's coming. Right, I get that. But I also just fucking hate it. You've got a really OP enemy and instead of the the band of heroes that are meant to be facing it coming up with a solution to over to overtake it or kill it, mm. you have like this character that isn't even on scene stepping in last second to deliver like a, a killing blow. It felt it felt like and I know this probably wasn't the way it was intended, but to me this is how it came across was it felt like it was like the, the people were looking at their watches going, God, we've got to wrap this up. How are we meant to do that? We've got two OP a character. Fuck, just bring some in and let them shoot it and it just was like it felt so rushed
2: Very
1: much like yeah out.
2: yeah yeah exactly spot on and i was just like god damn it it was yeah it, it was i think it was supposed to come off as funny and humorous but it just looked like it just looked looked like a cop out at the end
0: yes spot mm-hmm. on absolutely agree and i get that it's to set him up because i, I keep calling him the janitor because i don't know his name banks but banks right okay thank you banks He's obviously the son of a hero because that's exactly what um Sullivan says about him when mm-hmm. she she discovers a little hole opening and she puts her finger to it and realizes he was the one that killed Cinderella. She says, Okay, son of hero. So I get that it's to set us up for him and his backstory and he's obviously gotta be a really potent character who's so above the law he can smoke indoors. But <laughs> um, you know,
2: I I just was like it felt like a cop-out. I'm interested in that backstory, actually, because in the manga, at the end of the one shot, he actually gets promoted from Pipers and goes to Sabers, which is where Squire is the top horn of. But then he literally gets fired from Sabers and is back to Pipers within the next chapter. So like in the gap between the one shot and chapter one, he's been fired for not doing his for not doing any work.
0: There. Oh right, okay. <laughs> I'm getting the feel he's a bit of a, a Kisuke Urahara type character, where there's a lot more to him than meets the eye and we're going to learn it slowly over periods of time. Mm-hmm. But I think what I would have, what I like about Kisuke Urahara's character versus this character and how the differences are is that Kisuke Urahara would never have stepped in. He would have helped
1: yeah, on the thinking...
0: sidelines without them knowing that he was helping them
1: yeah what i would prefer would have preferred, yeah. what happened would have been something like he stuns cinderella yes. does something like to disable it so that way they can get the finishing blow
0: yes yeah oh, absolutely that's exactly what i have written down in my notes is that would have been the preference because he obviously done something to stun her because she just stopped moving and then she gets shot in the head yeah so that's, I was like, that, that's been... what i was
1: expecting is like but then it was dead
2: yeah yeah it's like they had this big reveal of the, like as you said, the sword, and it's like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. I've got Excalibur!" And then he doesn't actually get to do anything with it. Or Was he, it Excalibur? Bal- I just said got Excalibur because it. it's the only <laughs> sword I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, keep going. Um, so yeah, poor Balgo doesn't get his like moment of glory because some janitor fifty miles away. Yeah. blasted a hole in the window so.
0: <laughs> exactly it just felt i was just disappointed i was disappointed with that um one of the other things that i want to talk about and it ties into that of course because this is now us we're, we're like 44 minutes into recording we're just bringing up the bloody dragon like cinderella <laughs> right cinderella is obviously based off of a fairy tale now i done so much fucking research into the real brothers Grimm version of cinderella mm-hmm. yesterday to find out What was meant behind the, like, she transforms or morphs in the moonlight and everything. I couldn't find any link apart from the losing the slipper. Which apparently was meant to be gold in the original. And then the sisters, the evil stepsisters cut off parts of their feet to fit into that. Anyway, it's the whole thing. I went through it all. There was nothing that really tied the dragon into Cinderella apart from just... The name. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. That was all I could find.
2: Um... They... But, yeah. yeah, they had that nice bit of symbolism in the first tra- in the first episode, though, when they're on the mm-hmm. clock tower. And there's the stained glass window, and it looks almost Disney-esque. I don't know if like you noticed yes. that the colourings were yep. taken straight from the Disney movie. But that's not in the manga. It's That's an anime-only foreshadowing.
0: There was a couple. I think there was a few moments of foreshadowing in there as well. There was one tiny little, and this is me really nitpicking, but we saw a lot of... Um, Torov's head looking things and like in the pub shots and in building shots you've seen a lot of them hanging on walls and then of course that's what Bruno's wearing on his shirt so it was almost like it was foreshadowing that this character is going to be really important later so one of the things we spoke about the fairy tales so you've got Snow White and then you've got Little Red Riding Hood you've got Mercury and the Woodman which is also known as Golden Axe you've got the Little Mermaid You've got Hansel and Gretel, and then the one that took me ages to find was Band of Animals, and shout-out goes to my little brother for this one, and it's called The Town of Musicians of Bremen. Bremen? Ah. Uh, That's the name of it. So I think in in some translations it just gets called The Musicians of Bremen, and in some others it's Town of Musicians of Bremen. But it is another um, Brothers Grimm fairy tale from Germany. Uh, Just one that never really fully made it over here. Although I do feel like I have seen a, a cartoon of it at some point. And it's about a donkey, a rooster, a cat and a dog. They get cast out from their farm yard home for being useless. Um, and then they go to try and become musicians in this town of Bremen, effectively.
1: How many stories is that t- again? So there
0: was, uh, let's count them. Snow White, uh, Little Red Riding Hood, Mercury the Woodman, uh, The Little Mermaid, Hansel and Gretel, The Musicians of Bremen and then Cinderella. So it's 7.
1: I was about to say, because if it was 8, then we have um, just as many of the divisions for that as well. Mm-hmm.
0: That would have been a good call, it, but no, it was 7. And it did see in the anime that there were 7, didn't it?
1: Yeah Because yeah, I took probably.
0: pictures of all the books When they were flying up on the screen Just to try and get Because it was like Because <laughs> the Little Mermaid was called Bubbles And I'm like What the yeah, fuck Yeah I is- love the
2: fact that it's called Bubbles
0: <laughs> <laughs> So yeah um, But I couldn't find any relation to Moting in the, the moonlight Or anything like that Yeah there was a, there was a moment in the chat right, There was a whole bunch of us Watching this together in the server So I think Naomi there must have been about 15 of us Or something right
2: Yeah there was a there was, few of us Yeah,
0: There was a lot of people That weren't talking as well There was one moment That just made me laugh so much right? And I do want to talk about This is why I don't like his character very much, but there was a moment where Balgo was on the back of the, what was it, the broom, the, the dragon buggy? Is, it, is that what they're broom called? Broom buggy. Broom buggy. On the back of the broom buggy with Noel. And we were all, everybody in the mm. chat was like, oh my God, he's being really respectable. Like he's been really respectful. Oh my god, this is a, the first time ever Kubo's done a male character in his position that hasn't been a creep. Literally, after all those messages came in from about four or five people, guess what happens? And it was like <laughs> then he's like, "Oh, if my hands just slide up and touch your boobs," and then she's just like, "I can dr- if I drop you from here, you'll die." Um, and we were all like, "Oh, wait, we spoke too soon." And it was like it, it just brought up that that thing of like. This is how you can probably tell that it's like an anime or it was written by Kubo. He's got, like, he, ha- he feels like he has to bring in one of these characters. Like, there cannot be a male character on the screen without there being a pervert aspect to them. Um,
1: yeah, Barry and I, we were like, it's like Balgo is Kego, mm-hmm. but just given a more important role.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's spot on, absolutely. Very Kego-y. And then another thing as well is how he how he portrays gays really annoys me as well, especially lesbians, because obviously we've got, is it Cheezeroo, in Bleach? Yeah, how she's portrayed. And then, of course, you've got Macy going off the rails at Ninny in this. And Mm -hmm. I cannot confirm that Ninny is or isn't. You know, I've got in my head canon that she kind of, she does either swing both ways or she is gay. And just how over-the-top Macy is in that scene. And I'm just like, God, like lesbians aren't all like that. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, I mean, overall, it's just that I guess he was trying to play with the Yandere um, character type. But I did feel like it was kind of, yeah.
0: That's all, Matt. Literally everything that I've covered in my notes. What about you
2: guys? You've got anything left? Just the node to Bleach at the end. How Mm. the logo of burn the witch and then they highlight the letters of burn the witch to read out bleach Yeah, mm-hmm. that was a nice touch that actually happens in the first episode first chapter of the manga whereas it didn't happen until the end of the anime
0: I did like that I'm, I'm, I'm hoping nice. that means we get a bit of crossover at some point like I'll be really upset if we don't and actually one of our members speaks about that in a little bit more detail um because what we did was for everyday listening we got some feedback from some of our members yesterday uh about what they thought of it all and we're going to go through a lot of that because I think that's us pretty much are we done with our discussions
2: mm-hmm. yeah
0: yeah Naomi cool uh, well, let's come into, or delving into the Dangai, where we're not only going to be passing off to Shiki for some updates, but we're also going to be talking through some of what our server members came up with. So, Shiki, take it away.
1: So, for our news, we have confirmation that we are getting extended seasons of the Burn the Witch manga. What, what,
2: what, what? It's so exciting. Hopefully we'll get backstories. And...
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm totally looking forward to it. I'm definitely going to be reading this one.
0: I'm wanting it to be printed. I I love nothing more than having the actual physical copy of manga. Mm, definitely. So I'm really looking forward to when it gets printed. Hopefully it does. Hopefully it gets printed and turned into English. It'd be great. Um, but yeah, I'm really wanting this to do quite well. So that'll bring us into then our members.
1: So from Bell we have, Haya. Honestly, I thought the animation was absolutely gorgeous. In Reverse London really captured the familiar architecture found in the UK which was weird and wonderful to see animated. The characters were so much fun to watch and you really got a feel for the dynamics of the different wingbind departments we got introduced to, considering that considering that it was only 3 episodes that isn't an easy thing to do, but they clearly showed what helped motivate the characters whole leaving enough unknown that desperately want to know more. And I'm sure you can tell from my new profile picture, I have a lot of love for Bruno. When I first heard about this, his character, before I watched *Burn the Witch*, I was told he was a villain. But it was really great to see he was more fleshed out in two dimension, in two dimensional than that. Look, looking at his character from what we know, he could either remain an antagonistic higher up who get who gets in the way, or what I hope for, become almost begrudgingly a brother figure for Nini and Noelle.
2: Shinny thought the anime was good. I like the change in aspects with the dragons as compared to Hollows, though I love both, obviously. The fairy tale references with some of the dragons was a nice touch. I hope they delve more into how the dragons turn dark and the connections between both branches of the Soul Society. Spunky.
1: I think Burn the Witch is a great turning point for Kubo. Drawing on the connection his fans have to the Soul Society and giving us new characters and a fresh direction. The anime is well done and does a terrific job of bringing the manga to life.
2: And then we have Steve. The animation from the get-go was absolutely sublime. They really have put their hearts and souls into bringing the manga to life. Every character we were introduced introduced too, as a main focus felt unique and left me wanting more. Noel and Ninny do a wonderful job at keeping us constantly engrossed in the world. The use of magic is much more varied in comparison to which bleach counterparts, which always felt very lacking. The introduction of Macy starts to introduce a brief look into the past of Ninny, just enough to keep us tied to the story while not leaving us questioned why this character, Macy, exists. Balga is introduced as a dragonclad, and while not much information is given, we are soon led to realise the danger he is in when the Top Horns issue a contract to eliminate him. Speaking of the Top Horns, we get very minor introduction to each of the car- each of the members, and oh boy, are we in for a ride when the Burn the Witch returns. And
0: then we've got a, a big section from Uni, and I'm just going to break this down here. Effectively, what Uni is saying is Uni's drawing comparison of the potential for Rukia to appear in Burn the Witch in the Future. Um, and the reason for that is we don't get a lot of Rukia's backstory. We don't we also know that Rukia doesn't actually have a Japanese name. Um we have no idea that her last what her last name was before she was adopted by the Kuchkis either. We've got little Little things like that would make you think potentially she could also be of Western origin, like the size of her eyes and things too. But I think that can also be to denote youth in a lot of Japanese characters as well. So the larger the eyes, more youthful the character. I like where she's. I like where Une is going with this because, like Snow White, we get a whole panel of Rukia and it says Snow White above her in the manga. At one point, I'm wondering, there might be something there. I mean, it could just be completely like we're just pulling straws out of our fucking arses. It could be that. But I do like the idea of Rukia potentially showing up in some way, shape or form in the future. Uh, but I didn't know that Rukia wasn't a Japanese name. When Uni told me that, I had to go and Google it. And I was like, oh my god, she's right. It's not a Japanese name. Yeah, I think that's all I'm going to read out about it. Because she does go into a lot of detail. Future bleach. So she goes into a lot more detail, which is spoilers for where we where we are not in our watch of the series right now. So I'm not going to go breaking down absolutely everything that she said, but I do think that there's a strong chance potentially that Rukia has ties to Snow White or the dragon that could potentially eventually be Snow White. I just want more Rukia, so I'm absolutely all for this, this <laughs> canon. to be honest, I'm absolutely <laughs> all for it. Um, and then we've got a couple of audio clips that we're going to insert right now, so we've got two of our members sent us some audio clips, I think we'll hear from, will we hear from Betty first.
3: Yep. Okay. To be honest, I wasn't sure what to expect from Burn the Witch, but it was pretty good. It was a lot more lighthearted than Bleach and gave off some different vibes, but the similarities were still there. Like, if Burn the Witch was to be continued, I'd like to see more of how society functions in the West Branch, considering all the corruption we deal with in our soul society. Of course, it's to be assumed that there's something wrong with, you know, every society. No one's perfect. But just look at how they went after Balgo for being annoying. Well, I mean, killing people, but it was annoying. Um, It's not his fault he's a dragon magnet. I mean, he didn't mean to hurt anyone. And that being said, it honestly sounds like something central 46 would do but there was so much that burn the witch opened up and honestly there's a lot more that could play out if it were to continue we get thrown all these terms in such a short amount of time and it would be nice if we had more of a in-depth display of how things worked and got more insight into it i mean reader interpretation is nice look at all the ships we have but i'd love to see burn the witch continued world building aside, I think we get a good look at everyone's character. Personally, I see an infinitely better version of Kago and Balgo. Just, like, imagine if someone with Kago's personality got a power-up and was, like, a lot more relevant. Other than that, I found myself pretty invested in Noelle. Specifically near the end, she, when she, um, got all close to Balgo. That was kind of cute. Um, She's so quiet, but is more than willing to call Bruno out, which I love, even though I thought it was more of a nini thing to do. But seriously, this was great, and after watching it, I'm probably gonna go on AO3 and look up some crossover fix. I don't usually do that, but, you know, it's worth it. It was really good. Right, so
0: she draws the comparison of Keigo to... Balgo as well, which was so funny. As soon as she said, it, I was like, "Hee hee." Uh, but yeah, I see where Barry's going with this. That's really interesting. Um, and I agree. Like that, I, 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 can you call it crossover fan fiction? Really, because it's not between two different universes. It's all set in the same kind of world. But I agree with with um, Berry. I went and had a look to see where the fan fiction world of Burno Witch was at the moment, and that's something that's going to be coming up in my fandom show.
2: Yeah, I did as well, actually. (laughs) I went to AO3 and I
3: looked.
0: You can tell that this whole podcast was created by a fan fiction writing Discord server. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was there anything else that Betty called out there you guys want to talk about?
1: I do really liked the um, relationship between Balgo and Noelle that she mentioned in the end, because it was like a very sweet moment, granted quickly ruined by Osushi, but that in itself was cute.
0: Osushi is shouting, show me your panties. Like, we've not even discussed that. But <laughs> that like, like, but why? So wonderful. Why? Like, how? It's and like, why? So,
1: it's like a parrot. Like, yes. a random parrot that will swear in the middle of nowhere in front of your children for no reason.
2: He doesn't do that in the manga. Osushi is quite reserved at the end of the manga. He's behind a window in the house with the panty potties. <laughs> and it's just Noelle and Balgo who are hugging at the end.
0: Oh, so are they together then? That must be like, or is it maybe, are we just seeing the start of something potentially?
2: I think we're just, I think, this. well, she, he lives with her. um, Because oh. of the fact that she is conserving him because he's more dragon than human at this point. So that's why there's the whole, Conserve, they have to conserve both Macy and Balgo. Um, so there are scenes where they're in the house together and Balgo has to answer Noel's phone and then hmm. he yells at him. <laughs>
0: Is it, so, do dragon clads become full dragons at some point, maybe? Possibly. That would be
1: interesting, because that'd be similar to like souls becoming hollows.
0: Yes. Exactly, that was my thought. And I'm wondering, just because they're talking about like conserving, and they've got like, I noticed it with Macy at the end of the anime as well, but Balgo, I noticed it straight away, he's got like a collar thing around his neck. Mm. And then Macy, when she shows up, has one as well. And I don't know if that's maybe just like a first level type uniform look, I don't know, but.
2: Yeah, I think it's like identifies them as dragon clad, but I don't know if Shiki wants to go into any more details about collars. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's what I was thinking I was, I was going to say
0: bloody Kubo fucking loves his colors doesn't he
1: I'm saving my pervy comment for the awards So
0: <laughs> awesome right okay well let's look at what Luca's got to see I think Luca sent us one as well his is a little bit shorter so we'll play mm-hmm. that now
1: Burn the Witch is fantastic and I would really love to see more particularly I might actually want to get a Piper's mantle at some point even No, that should be relatively easy to make. What are your thoughts on the future of the series? I think that this could end up even introducing new fans to the Bleach series and hopefully getting a bit of a revival going on, aiding in community building, which is something that would be nice to see return. This coupled with the anime coming back. Luca brings brings up a very interesting thought where... When people are allowed to go to conventions again and in person, I'm going to bet we're going to see a lot of Burn the Witch cosplay, especially with Pipers.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a very easy cosplay to do, I think. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that.
0: We've got, I think as well, one of the things, because something that was brought up and just vaguely touched on was that sword Excalibur sort of appearing out of the, I know it wasn't Excalibur or the Sword mm-hmm. of Gord- Gord- Gryffindor, <laughs> but let's just pretend it was one of the two, appearing out of the pipe. Do we think there's maybe a reference to Arthur there, King Arthur pulling the pipe or being the only one to draw the I sword feel like there has him?
1: to be, because... it has got to be, right? Yeah, because, I mean, it's set in the UK and everything, so... There has to be like some point of Arthurian legend put into maybe here, that's
2: I would our imagine. Story, Cause you've mentioned there were seven stories, but there were we've met eight members of the um top horns. So maybe mm. the Arthur story is our eighth.
1: Ooh! Mm.
0: Good call. Okay. Okay. Let's that's definitely something to put a wee tab on um and return to when we've got more source material. Mm. Oh, that's good. Um okay, so that was also being heard from all the members now. Um but yes, I really enjoyed doing that. Actually, I thought that was really cute to be able to hear from everybody else in the in the server. But that brings us into our Shinigami Cup Peroxide Edition. We are still doing it for Burn the Witch, and uh, who wore it best? Uh, Shiki, do you want to take it away?
1: So for my who wore it the best, I have Balgo and the Piper mantle. I thought <laughs> it was just really cute and fun when he got happy wearing the same thing as Noel.
2: It was cute.
0: Oh. Naomi, what about you?
2: Mine's Balgo as well, but it's his facial expressions. Particularly his <laughs> bewildered ones, where he's just like, this little scene where he's sitting in the corner looking all bewildered, or when he pulls the sword out and he's like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> he's, a, he's kind of adorable.
0: So uh, my Who would it best? I've gone for Ninny in her outfit right at the beginning, her band outfit, because mm. she looked like she looked like a, a side-by-side comparison of Yuri Plasetsky from Yuri on Ice. <laughs> Um, and I love that angsty little teenage look that she had going on. I thought that was quite funny. Um, best ship then, Chiki.
1: Oh, okay. This is my pervy comment. <laughs> the chimney sweep in the phone, because when he knows really how to look it. Although I will say, you don't think about a phone when a girl asks you to kneel down and lick something. Just going to put that out there.
0: <laughs> and this is why we're rated an explicit podcast ladies and gentlemen
2: fun fact he wasn't a chimney sweep in the um, manga that wasn't like detailed enough to mention but because you brought it up he was it was his house and it was his window oh, <laughs> there we okay.
0: go wow I love that the, the the anime obviously just wanted to add that little extra layer of world building in, in the UK, and it's so funny because the, the the window I'm looking out of right now, I can see a chimney that looks just like the ones we saw on the show <laughs> on the roof of like one of my neighbours across
2: the street. Um, mine is Balgo and his relationship with um, Osushi
3: because
2: mm-hmm. it's it's just so cute. Like you don't see like he's he just dotes on this little puppy, um, and it's even more cuter in the one shot. Because he actually uses Osushi O as bait to see oh. Noel and see Noel's panties. Um but he he you can see how much he loves that little dragon puppy.
1: Let's be Cute. honest, Osushi is the real star of the show.
2: <laughs> yes. A lot of
0: people are probably going to agree with that, to be honest. (laughs) I did notice that, see the umbrella that he gives to Macy, which is the contact that she has that then allows her to see dragons. Yeah. Um, The contact he gives, like the the umbrella he gives says, I love my dog on it with a little picture of Osushi, the (laughs) yellow umbrella. I thought that was really cute. Uh, My best ship, I've put Noelle in her sass, because Noelle was hands down my favourite character out of all of this. The one-liner she has that she says with a completely straight face were just some of the best in the mm-hmm. in the series. And that one where she was like, you know if I dropped you from here, you'd die, right? <laughs> like, you know, that it's just so well done. So well done. And then double take.
1: For my double take, I have Osushi being a pervy doggo because I, the, I had to like go back on my second watch through just to verify. Was that Osushi who was saying... That he wants to see the panties because I didn't realize that at first. I was thinking it was some, entirely someone else.
2: I guess it,
0: I'll admit if if it wasn't in if it wasn't in the the manga, I'm a bit annoyed they added not in the anime because I'm like, like, does he does the associate at any point in the manga talk and say I want to see your
2: panties? The end of the one shot, I believe he does, but not in not when they're flying over London and destroying everything, and not at mm. the end either.
0: Well, if it's said at one point, at least then it's canon material. But I was just like, I was like, that's such a random thing to add in if it was just thrown in there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that's fine.
2: But I believe Um, it was because Osushi does have a voice actor. So, and so I do think it was Osushi.
0: It was definitely Osushi. Mm -hmm. I was just wondering, like, is it said in the manga? Is it canon material that he talks like that? Or is it just thrown into the anime to be perverted? Like, be perverted. That's cool. It's in the canon material. That's fine. I will take that. <laughs>
2: uh, your double take, Naomi. Um, mine was when they were flying away to get away from Ellie and Bruno. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going past some windows, and in the windows, there's different flags. You see a Scottish flag. You see a Welsh flag. Um, so you actually see the different kind of national flags in the windows as they fly as they drive past. And I saw that Emma my first I watched it, s- and I was like, "Oh, Scottish flag." <laughs>
0: I know, and then that was you trying to score back some Scotch points say, after losing them earlier in the chat to me. <laughs> yeah,
2: I do feel like I need to redeem myself for that.
0: <laughs> well, 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 I can't even remember what it was I took all your Scotch
2: points off of you for. What did you do? It's because I, um, I said about Halloween.
3: Oh, oh that's man. right! How dare you! But it's
2: not the fact that I don't believe in Halloween. It's the fact that I don't like how Americanized Halloween has become. Sorry, That's freaky.
0: why I was saying take your clothes off and dance naked round a fire like the Pictish do. Yeah, it's good to that, be on like, a hill it's good like, to be a hell.
2: The fact Kids don't even, they just want sweets and they don't want tricks anymore. You ask a kid <laughs> to tell a joke and they look at you as if you've got a second head. So I
0: always get them to tell a joke, they never get any candy from me unless they've got a joke.
2: Exactly, yeah. So yeah, it's <laughs> the, the Americanised, sorry freaky, um <laughs> Halloween that I don't like. But I like the oh. fact that we originated it. <laughs>
0: Okay. fair fair okay fair 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 yeah, you back. need to go into edinburgh to properly celebrate
2: yeah.
0: Halloween. Oh, because they, they, they have uh, all the dancers and everybody out literally topless at, at proper old school with the paint and everything on they have proper pictish hillside fires so what oh, you're saying um, is i
1: need to go over to scotland for halloween one of these years Yes.
0: <laughs> if you want some really properly authentic Halloween experience, yes, for sure. Because he cleanse the streets of Edinburgh with fire as well. Hmm.
1: That sounds cool.
0: Um. Cool. And my double take was the whole fucking thing. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. Because <laughs> like I had to rewatch it all about two or three <laughs> times. Uh. But if I had to pick a specific moment, I would have said Ninny's monologue at the end because I watched that about seven times trying to work out what the she was talking about. <laughs> Cool, and then in our fandom shout-out scene, Shike, what have you got?
1: So for my fandom shout-out, I have a, a drawing from X Darknecks from DeviantArt of Noelle.
2: Oh, wow, look at that. That's so cool. I just love the fact that she, like, she's coming out of a phone box, which in yes. the one shot is how she actually gets into um, Reverse London, because in the OVA... And takes a photo of a coin on using QR mm-hmm. on her phone. Whereas mm-hmm. in the one shot, Noelle actually does go into a proper British phone box and puts a co- very Ministry of Magic, Harry Potter. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's exactly like that. And the phone takes her straight to the headquarters of Wingbind and she just comes out and she's there. So that's really cool. Yeah,
0: very. It's very Harry Potter-ish, isn't it? Um, I love the fact that at the side, we've got bleach spray painted on the wall.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: And then which as and well, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah. She looks great too. What a great piece of art. Um, cool Naomi, what about
2: you? So mine is also a piece of art. It is by who underscore who are you with two u's on Twitter, and who dot who are you again with the two u's on Instagram. And it is, um, it's a really cute picture of Noel Nini Balgo Osushi. wordsworth Wordsworth and marshall and the shading is just amazing on this
0: oh wow i
1: like that a lot
0: that's so cool
1: and
2: it's just it's really it's just such a nice picture of all four four of them i had to count them then well six if you include the broom buggies um but it's really nice and it's just really nice to see artwork out there already
0: i know it does present though the image of like how uncomfortable those broom buggies must be for a girl to ride Mm -hmm. just looking at the fact that it is right up her ass cat (laughs) yes
2: (laughs) that's why i liked the one scene where nini's hanging upside down from it (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) just to be able to get some sort of comfortable relief from it eh? but yeah yeah um But, yeah, I think that's going to be, like, you would definitely need to wear padded underwear for something like that, so. Uh, Yes, so my piece, funnily enough, my bit of artwork, uh, sorry, but my bit of um, fandom shout-out is actually the whole eight fanfictions (laughs) currently under the Burn the Witch section of AO3, because at the moment there are only, I think, eight, or there was only eight when I looked at it last night. There might be more now, but, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to the eight fantastic people out there that have done at burn the witch uh, uh fan fiction already shout out to you guys you're awesome i think that's us isn't it any last final thoughts anything else you've wanted to say
1: i really think that burn the witch even standing on its own is an amazing show and i can't wait to see more content from it because independent of bleach it's really a wonderful addition to the world of anime and manga
0: yeah Yeah, I agree. I'm excited to see more from it as well. I want to see as well, if they go outside of London, what a
2: reverse anywhere else would look like. Oh, that'd be cool. If you do go outside, just make sure you have dragon insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Right, cool.
0: Well, you wonderful souls... That is the end of another episode. If you like what you heard and you want to get involved, you can find us by searching for The Serity on Facebook, Tumblr and Instagram, and T Serity on Twitter. Each of these platforms will link you to our fantastically deadly Discord family where you can chat with us about the show, read fan fiction, take part in creative challenges, and talk anything and everything bleach and which nini and noelle might cultivate dragons but we're hoping to cultivate some five-star reviews and that is where you come in jump on your broom buggy and fly on over to itunes to rate us and review us to those of you listening on youtube don't forget to be like oh sushi and give us that good boy pause up we really appreciate it until next time though guys bye. bye bye